0: Hi, everyone. You're listening to Beyond the Headlines. My name is Omotola Amolayo, and joining me in the studio today is Fumnaya Abuga. Today, we are going to be discussing Standard Chartered and USAID's partnership to boost electricity in Zambia. And Hissene Abre's historic sentence. Hi, Fumnaya.
1: Hello, Omotola. How are you? Fine, thank
0: you. Okay, so um, can you tell us about Standard Chartered's role in Africa? Because they seem to be in the spotlight a lot these
1: days. Yeah. Um, first of all, I'll start by saying that um, in as much as several or other European banks are living in Africa or right. are existing in Africa, mm-hmm. Standard Chartered Bank seems to be seeking for growth here. Yeah. They're, still, they're still optimistic about doing their business in Africa. Africa, okay. Because um, recently they launched their online platform and online and ban- mobile and online banking platform in eight african countries wow so we chose that they are not ready to leave they're not leaving they're still they're still in the country so um, they even opened 10 more branches in lagos which is the nigeria's financial hub right. this year okay so as part of their efforts to grow in africa they're also investing in the power sector for instance, in Zambia recently, they launched... They partnered with USAID to provide electricity for Zambia. They signed a deal of, what, $60 million with Zesco okay. in um, Zambia, which is Zambia Electricity, electricity Company, okay. in order to provide electricity for Zambia because... How
0: bad is the electricity station, power station in Zambia? It's
1: really terrible.
0: Was than Nigeria's?
1: Yes, it is, because... The the con the electricity situation in the country has affected both the formal and informal sector. Okay, it's even affecting households. It has affected them seriously because some companies are closing down in Zambia. Okay, they even import electricity. Wow. Yes. Um. Recently, a Turkish company actually brought in a, a vessel. Um, not vessel. They they brought in. Um, what is it called? A cargo of electricity in Zambia. Okay. So they actually. Impact it in the shores of Mozambique in order to sell to supply electricity to Zambia. Okay. So, Zambia is now buying electricity from Mozambique at the cost of over 18 million dollars. That's a lot of expense, exactly. So, that's why this is actually a significant thing for um, what's it called for Zambia as they seek to reduce the deficit in electricity. So, this partnership is really key, it, it is, in it is developing Zambia. It is because the power deficit in Zambia is estimated to be around 460 megawatts, okay. which which is really huge. Prices of food in the country has gone up, even staple foods yeah. that the, like normal staple foods are supposed to be cheap that's even gone up because people who produce staple foods can't do that when there is no power. So they usually wait. Okay, it's only when there is power that they produce. Without okay. power, they don't produce. Do, do they
0: even have the option of generators and stuff like that? Yes,
1: they use generators. And okay. there's something that is actually surprising about Zambia. Zambia is actually the country that is surrounded by water in, like, the most um, area of, that has largest area yeah, of water, water in southern Africa.
0: Okay.
1: But yet, it still, they still suffers power deaths.
0: I mean, they still don't have light. Exactly. It's of them strange. to
1: take advantage of the hydropower that they have, yeah. the um, water they have to have them. Um, Access to electricity.
0: So, is that what USAID is going to help them do?
1: It's going to help, no. USAID is coming in to help them reduce the deficits. Okay. So, they are partnering with Zesco. Okay. So, with the funds that they are giving to them, it's also part of the Obama Power Africa Initiative. Okay. So, with this, they'll be able to have more lights in their country.
0: country. Okay, excellent. So, um, let's talk about this historic hysteric uh, sentence, you know. Yeah. Being the first African leader. To be sentenced by an African country is a big step for us in the right direction.
1: Yeah, I'm actually wondering, like, why, why is um Hesunabe, uh trial, like, why was his Hassanabi tried in Senegal rather? Like, it's it's something that bothers I me mean, since it happened in Chad. So why yeah. didn't it happen in his country? Why did they take it to um Senegal?
0: Okay, so apparently the victims of um the victims of his torture during his Abreu's reign from 1982 to 1990 initially wrote to a Belgian court. Okay. So the Belgian court wrote to Senegal. You know that um, his Abreu fled the country in 1990 after that coup mm-hmm. that brought the present um, president in, mm-hmm. Idris, in right now. So he fled to Senegal in 1990. So a letter was written to Senegal to extradite however they were the former president was a bit slow in releasing him you get saying that senegal can handle it and all of that but there was a lot of um political mumbo jumbo around that you know like it was a lot of unclear uh, it was really unclear there was there was no clarity Right there. it was like they were postponing the judgment, you know, out of favoritism. And of course, the inconsistencies in the rule of law uh-huh. was one of the <clears throat> primary reasons. But you know how African corrupt leaders can aid other African corrupt leaders. Yeah. I think that was really the issue then. However, things changed when um, Macky Sall became the president of Senegal. Okay. In 2012. Then Senegal and the um, African Union proposed to make a plan to create the Extraordinary African Chambers to conduct the trial, you know, within the Senegalese judicial system. Uh So, um, the court was set up, you get, and Habre was indicted in 2013. Okay. You know, they placed him in a pretrial custody. Then after a nine-month investigation, they found out that there was sufficient evidence for him to face the trial. So his trial began officially on July twentieth, twenty fifteen. Okay, okay. Yes. And so now after about twenty five years, his victims can can see that they've I um, mean they've been justified. That yes, justice has been served. And mm-hmm. I think it's a land it's a thing of joy for Africa. He's um it has set an example and it has shown the world that we are actually capable of handling our business you get because if you're taking it to Belgium then the international community will feel like they have to step in you know to try our cases or to bring our leaders to trial all the time especially the sit tight leaders you get those ones that have committed a lot of atrocities the the dictators and all of that but this has shown that in Africa we can conduct a, a free and fair trial you know and bring the guilty to justice
1: okay okay well so in this chamber like after being sentenced in this chamber yes is there any hope for him or can he is there any court of appeal or something like that well or we um, have to go to the icc or i don't know I just want to find out not,
0: he may not go to the icc especially if he's the victims the people that petitioned him are satisfied with this ruling which i think they are because they were jubilating however abri has been given 15 days to appeal Okay. Though he has been sentenced to... He has been given a life imprisonment sentence right mm-hmm. now. But he has 15 days to appeal. Appeal in this same court? Yes, in this court. Okay.
1: So what does this trial, or rather habit sentence, mean for Africa?
0: Well, I think from now on, the victims of um, violence, you know, maybe from dictators and all of that, will know that they have a fair chance to bring their... their the their dictator or whoever it is that, mm-hmm. that has offended them, no matter their position in the society, they can bring the such person to justice. Okay. No matter how long it takes. You know, for instance in Nigeria now, I'm sure the people that suffered during the um during Senia Bachar's administration or his regime, right? They can come together and form a case. Say he's alive. Right. Yeah. You, you know, he can be indicted and brought to justice for because you know, we, we we all saw this infographic where they detailed how Isina Abri tortured um his victims uh-huh. at that time. And I'm sure a similar thing happened when Sanya Bachar ruled Nigeria. So I think it's a step in the right direction. And I think it's something that Africans should be jubilating and really excited
1: about. Okay. All right. Thank you very much, Motella. Thank you.
0: Now to the minute news. Hundreds of Eritreans have been denied the right to seek asylum. President Buhari visits the Niger Delta region. Yoweri Museveni, the Ugandan president, delivers State of the Nation address. Dozens were killed in the clash between Nigerian police and pro-Biafra members. That is all we have for you today on Beyond the Headlines. My name is Omoto Laomolayo. Do join us again next time. Bye.